again for tuning in to another episode of the KK Podcast, brought to you guys by KK Labs. Of course, I'm Victor. Got the boy Bruce producing over there in the back. Uh, he's actually kind of doing minor adjustments over here to our cameras while we're doing the live. I uh, got the boy Oside Lens here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, well, we got a full house, man. Shit, but aside from that, we do have DJ Attic One joining us today in the yeah. show. Long what up, what up, away. what up? Yes, sir. Hey, thank you, bro, for pulling up, man. Thank you guys for having me, man, for real. That's right, that's right. What's up, big dog? She already know, It's dude. about time we have you at the last, man. It's been a busy-ass year, right? Yeah, yeah it's dude. been crazy, man. How you been, though? Nah, same, dude. Still doing the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't know, which everybody in North County has to know this man right here, DJ Attic One, one of the one of the most renowned uh, DJs out here, man. Not just in North County, but in in the whole world, man. That's how I feel. That's <laughs> I how I feel, that, dude. Yeah, yeah. Same. I don't know about the whole world, but yeah, I appreciate that. One but, of these days, uh, one of these days, I'll be in the, around the entire world. Yeah, I've seen it, man. Like, uh, I've I've gone to a lot of shows, a lot of events, a lot of met a lot of djs and uh you always stand out you always stand out even when we go to different shows and they have multiple djs and you get up there uh you're always uh changing the the room you know when you when you get up on those ones and twos you know you everybody always looks over like, damn who's that who's that who's yeah, that yeah yeah a dj out of one homie <laughs> <laughs> well i got a lot of inspiration man i got i have a lot of homies that dj obviously so yeah like um a lot of the djs that i look up to or even the ones that are barely coming out, like Lazy Boy and yeah. Jay Espinoza. Yeah. Um, Lazy Boy is barely coming out. Like he's he's, uh, he's one young. of the newer ones. He's young, bro. Dang. Nah, he's forty, dude. He's. Nah, but he, yo, he, he like you know DJs like that that I just barely found out about. Yeah. I, like I learned from that, and I'm like, yo, I gotta be like that. Yeah. You know what I mean, so yeah. I'm, like I'm always learning, you know. And every DJ would tell you the same thing, dude. Yeah. Dude. Every DJ is a student, no matter what. Yeah, that's for yeah, sure. So that's me. And I don't know if a lot of people uh, know this. Uh, they should know this, but this is like my my mentor right here. This is the big dog. You know, he's he taught me. Students, he he's taught you. me a lot of shit. You know, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. So if you guys have seen uh, Osai Lens out there in the shows. Just know that most of uh, his skills were handed yep. down by DJ Attic. Woman. Every Thursday yes, at OAW. Hey, check every him Thursday, out. I'm right there, man. That's for sure. You know. But uh, speaking of shows, man. Uh, you fucking killed it last year, dude. We did. We yeah, did. yeah. Wait, did. wait, wait. Last year, like 2021, or, or? yeah, last year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. last yeah. year. Last year, uh, I think we we we'll, we do would we do a uh, we started a, an event called El Patio. Yeah, and the the way that all came about was I saw Osai Lens was doing a cruise, yeah. and I'm like, yo, you ain't gonna have a DJ? How you gonna have like a cruise no DJ? He's like, mm-hmm. bro. Come come through, mm-hmm. and I think that was like the first introduction because I I hadn't even yeah like I hadn't even dealt with like O side yeah. at all, and um after that it was like it was history. We were yeah, doing a is that my truck? Oh, oh yeah. there you go. It just stopped. Yeah, yeah. The car was kind of beeping in the background. <laughs> it just kinda, stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of got thrown off. Somebody breaking. I'm not gonna car. get robbed right here, right? Nah. Uh, nah well, yeah, we yeah. don't know, man. It, it, it did happen a few times. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we should be fine. It's yeah. of us. We'll kill most of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So going back to that story, um, we uh we did the cruise and it was at Guadalupe, and um it was the first time I was dealing with uh, Osite. I never like worked with them, um, let alone even like met them. Yeah. Know, only just on the internet, right? And um, finally, we did the the show, and we were like, we got to do this again. Yeah. 
And then we we're like, let's run it back. And then there was another cruise that happened. We we're like, we'll do it again, a Guadalupe, but we'll call it El Patio. Yeah. And um, that was the birth of that event. Yeah. After that, we started booking um like acts. We started doing DJs, and it just became a feel good thing, like community. I yeah. it felt like you were a part of like a town like type yeah. of event. Yeah, that's for sure. And it's like uh, for for people out there that that have aspirations of doing stuff, like all it really took was him to reach out. And we started something uh, super amazing that that uh, moved a lot of people for for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, I mean, it's super easy to like reach out to somebody, man. Yeah, I mean, we're in the modern world of technology. Just reach out and freaking hit somebody up on the internet. Yeah, what are they gonna say? No. Yeah. Fuck it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, uh, shit, I don't even know what we we're gonna do for music. I was just like, hey, we're gonna do this. All right, fuck it. Everybody said, hey, we're coming. I was like, all right, I, I don't know. And then he hit me up, and and it worked out. So, uh, shout out to you, man, for for doing that. Yeah, and then shout out to everybody that uh actually took part in it, like yeah. your brother and the whole low rider yeah. community. Yeah, Street Knowledge, Hydraulics, City Life. Yep, and all the uh, all the local acts, all the local um vendors and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, Kick your podcast and everybody that just, everybody just came together. It was yeah. it was dope. It's been a been a great freaking year yeah. and a half or so. Definitely, man. And uh speaking of of those events and stuff, uh you you've had a lot of uh interactions with a lot of these local businesses, a lot of these local um like breweries and stuff, right? You have a lot of uh, cool connections with uh, some of the bigger ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, prior to us linking and prior to this, to COVID, we used to do this big ass event called Rock the Rock the Plague at Black Plague Brewing. Mm, and um, shout out, if, yeah. If you guys haven't gone or know what Black Plague Brewing is, it's a it's a brewery that's owned by a bunch of skateboarders. Mm -hmm. And one of them, the most famous one is Tony Hawk. Yeah. And so it was great being a part of it. It was a, probably the best event that North County ever had. Yeah. Like we, we booked sure. a lot of dope ass acts. We booked Sun Doobie there. Mm -hmm. DJ Wonder from Sway in the Morning. Gas Night Killer. Like just, it was, it was the Friday thing to do. Yeah. It was once, uh, once a month and it was a dope, dope event. If you guys didn't get to catch it, um, I think it's on IG. Rock the Rock the Plague. Um, follow the pages. Uh, there's the like videos and there you um, go. If you follow me on IG, I think I got a couple of clips. But yeah, um, yeah, rocking with um, Black Plague. Um, also, the homies from from Booze Brothers. Yeah, um, those are the homies too. And then uh, just recently, uh, kind of became a little brand ambassador for Belchin Beaver. That's so. right. That's Hell it. yeah! Shout out Belchi, man. Those are big hitters right there. Yeah, yeah, Belchi, yeah. Shout out to Belchi, man. They be doing it big, dude. Yeah. They're on the come up, man. Like, I swear to you, like now you see a little bit more of the trucks on the freeway. You see more billboards around. Like, well, the I, biggest thing yeah. I think is when they collabed with Deftones. Yeah, and they have the Dia de los Deftones, and Belchi Bieber is the one that's like the number one yeah. uh, uh, sponsor for that. Yeah, I still got one of those cans you gave me. Um, limited edition i think he said don't drink this one. Oh yeah keep don't it, yeah. drink that shit i was like oh, i want to crack it <laughs> but no i saved it man and uh dude, yeah yeah save, chase it if you want but nah. <laughs> you have to buy another one yeah exactly exactly but um so you how long have you been in the game for how long have you been djing um fuck dude my whole entire life man uh i started when i was 11 years old damn i'm gonna show my age but i'm 40 years old now and um, so uh, I started back in when I was in L.A. Uh, I think I've told a lot of people the story, dude, but uh, my older brother is a DJ as well. And um, so when 
when he used to go out and yeah, shout out to my older brother DJ nineteen seventy nine. If you guys Hell know yeah. who that is, he's a, a San Diego house big, legend, dude. Big bro, right there. Yeah, but um, he used to DJ with our neighbor, and the neighbor lived upstairs from us, and so. When they would come home after the gigs, instead of taking the equipment all the way upstairs, they would put it into our apartment, which is downstairs. And my older brother used to um, play football. And when he was going into practice and all that stuff, which ran late, I would run home, plug everything in, and fuck with the turntables. Damn. And so I kind of like just watching him, listening to Power Tools and like old the old uh, Fantastic Four show on Power 106 yep. and things like that. I would hear the, like the mixes and the like the transitions and try to mock them with what I had. And back then we didn't have Serato or anything. Yeah. It was all records. Yeah. And the turntables that we had were shitty. Like we would have to put um, pennies and nickels and shit to balance <laughs> them out. But we kind of learned how to how to deal with it. So when we got good shit, we were already like advanced because we were yeah. like, well, if I can do it with shitty equipment, I can do it with even better equipment. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, um, actually. My brother's father got into DJing. <laughs> that's right. Hell yeah. Hey, that's what's up, bro. And I mean, just, just look at it now, man. Like uh, 20 plus years later, like, fuck, it's it's insane, dude. Because uh, as you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, like these last uh, this, this last year and a half, two years almost, like it, it, it's been crazy for you, dude. Like, I mean, we've been trying to get you here on the show for like so long and <laughs> it hasn't happened just because you're so damn busy with uh, the yeah. DJing through the through the radio and uh, XM radio and all that. Like it's. Yeah, yeah, much appreciated you stopping by, bro. Nah, no doubt. Yeah, and um, I, I uh, I host a show on uh, Beat Miners Radio every Thursday. Shout out to Mr. Walt and DJ Evil D, hey. the Beat Miners. Um, every Thursday, so I record on Mondays, and your guys' show is always on Monday. And I'm like, yeah. man, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna record, dude. And then they were like, um, Osai, he's like, yo, can you pull up to the show today? I'm like, I have pre-recorded shows already, so I'm like, all right, cool, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I was excited. I wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know. I'll, I'll pull a feeler out and see if he if he wants to do it and, or if he's available, at least, you know, and uh, you're like, yeah, fuck, let's do it. I was like, bro, he's like, yeah, let's do it. Are you sure? <laughs> he's like, yeah, fuck. Like, all right, we're he, on. I think he even sent me a text where he's like, hey, man, if you got to cancel, just let me know. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, for I, real. Yeah. yeah, but no, so every Thursday I got a show on Beat Monitors Radio. It's um, uh, two hours raw underground hip hop. Um. I've been getting a lot of exclusive tracks from a bunch of people. Um, if you guys haven't tuned in um, and you guys want to hear all new shit, even like old school remixes of like 90s hip hop and dope shit, um, yeah. tune in www.beatmonitorsradio.com yeah. every Thursday. Um, and yeah, um, shout out to everybody that's been sending me music. Osad, I've been playing your, your yeah, tracks too, yeah. man. Everybody out there listening, uh, if, if you guys have new songs that are about to drop or or uh just music that you want out there definitely send it to attic one man he, he's gonna make sure to get it out there to the world i'll put the link in the bio dude but you guys can email me dj attic one at gmail.com um you guys can send me all you guys' tracks and he'll break um, those records yep yep yeah because beat miners i think uh last time you said that it gets uh aired up in the east coast right yeah it's uh based out of brooklyn Ooh. yeah so um it, it it airs um it, it airs every day it's it's probably one of the longest uh internet radio shows that's 25 years 25 years already yeah so um yeah big huge shout out to the b miners man for keeping it real yeah shout out b miners man uh always go out there and get it at www.beatminers.com man 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. I do appreciate you too, Attic One, as well for letting me hop on that segment that one time. Yeah, yeah you did well, yeah. Bruce. Yeah, you, you did, did very really well. Good. That's when we realized uh, you have to start hosting shows. That's what the voice. <laughs> <laughs> we got the voice too. That's right. Back with me. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a full house in here today, guys. We got a big red back there. What up, man? Big red in the building yeah, again. He is back, and we yeah. do got Piccolo. Got Mike. Yeah, well, yeah. well, I do got your guys' Everybody. attention. We do got a couple of comments up on the YouTube. Oh, let's get it. How many right comments we got? By Norma. I, I, I'm not even going to try the last name because I'm not trying to murder any. <laughs> Number one DJ all the way to Las Vegas. Hey, that's yeah, right. That's right. Yes. Uh, shout out. That's the City Life family right there. And City Life Familia was the next comment, Doug. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, we were in Vegas. Speaking man, we of Vegas, Vegas, yeah, uh, you know, like I said, you're 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 a world renowned DJ. You DJ all over the world, man, and uh, it happens to be that we've been doing a lot of business in Las Vegas. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it was it was dope. Uh, Osai connected that though, man. The uh, the whole um, Raiders uh, Raider Nation yeah oh, tailgate, tailgate party, party the, right? the big yeah. tailgate party. Yeah, so we uh, we we uh, went and murdered the Dax. And yeah, shit. That shit was dope. And then yeah. we did the. Uh, um, the the pre party right the Raiders mm-hmm. pre party the day before yep, the day before yeah and then um yeah at Rockstar Bar at Rockstar Bar yeah I got faded yep yep I, I just showed in Vegas man yeah yeah exactly yeah so yeah Vegas is dope man y'all shout out to all the homies out there too P dot and uh B Stang out there too yeah dude. yeah and then uh and the homie uh Dutch Nasty and the homie Dutch Nasty yeah. <laughs> shout out Dutch Nasty yeah, man Dutch shout Nasty, out, man. bro yeah Dutch Nasty is dope the 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 second we met him he was like he didn't even know we were gonna DJ there he was like I'm supposed to DJ here. I was like, yeah, I know. We're we're all DJing together. He was like, how's this gonna work? He's like, I was like, don't trip. This was yeah. And I even told him. Yeah, yeah. At first, he was kind of nervous, kind of like, yeah. But I was like, bro, I'm like, it's just like it's just like your controllers because he was fucking with the turntables. Yeah. And I'm like, just jump on the turntables. It's the same thing, except the 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 latency is a lot quicker. Yeah. And then so he kind of got at first he was like, yeah. All right, and then he got used to it, and then he got into the roller yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. I saw him cutting and stuff. I was like, "Yeah, all right." Yeah, that was a dope night. That was a dope night, you know. And then after that, you DJed uh, downtown Vegas. Yeah, which I didn't make it to. Nah. <laughs> no. Hey, when Tell you, them why? When you when you go to Vegas, man, you know you uh, and you have an event, you definitely have to conserve your drinking. And uh, I did not, you know, once once I finished my portion, I was like, shit. This he got fancy, bro. He was, drinking, he was drinking martinis. Like, that, woo, yeah. he was drinking martinis like if he was Jane Fonda, bro. That, who was drinking <laughs> martinis that my, night? My brother-in-law, Roger. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Roger, man. Um, I was like, what are you drinking? He's like, I'm drinking the martinis. You know, I was like, shit, let me try that. God damn. That's <laughs> I like it. Let me get one. Yeah. And that, that was all I was drinking all night. You know, I started watching them and then his pinky was up. At a, after yeah. A while. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, that's what Vegas does to you, man. Yeah. It was dope. Yeah. And, and, speak, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Shit. My bad, dude. It, it was like a collaborative <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking on the, on the Vegas uh, thing right now, uh, uh, I think I think the podcast and and Oside Lens and everybody's going back to Vegas next yeah. month, so you guys better stay tuned yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, you Tango. Who else is rolling? When is that? Uh, the 18th, December. Oh, I'll have to keep you posted. Just say you're going to do it right now, I'm gonna motherfucker. Do it, <laughs> Everybody hold him to that, be in Vegas and make sure he's there and shit. Yeah, yeah. You see what you did there, Addict? <laughs> Thanks, man. Did. Forced me into it. Yeah, exactly. Ah, hey, that, that's what we do, man, right here at the, at the last. We hold people accountable and we make sure that, that they pull up to the events because they are amazing. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. But, uh, yo, man, like you... Uh, 
you've been DJing for a lot of a lot of people, man. Uh, a lot of events. What's some of your favorite uh, artists or or other DJs that you got to to big names that you got to fuck with? Um, some of your favorites. It's a lot of them, dude. Um, Gaslamp Killer for show that 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 show at Black Plague was was dope. Hell dope yeah, as fuck. Um, I always always enjoy love actually DJing with my boy Tango. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I have Tango I is, is amazing, man. man. Yeah, which is he's now my cousin. <laughs> yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah, it's in it's in the family now. Low, low key. Yeah, but uh, not uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, Tango. Tango's one of them. Um, and then uh, probably Lazy Boy, man. Yeah, yeah. That that's a cool ass down to earth dude right there. How did how did you get connected with Lazy Boy? Because Lazy Boy is in the Bay, right? Yeah, yeah. On the internet, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I I dug his stuff. I was like, "Yo, man, you're dope as fuck." And then I I think I was trying to send him edits or something like that. I was maybe asking him for some, mm-hmm. but we kind of connected. And I was like, "Yo, what do you think about coming to San Diego?" I saw I see that he comes to San Diego, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Yo, you come and do a show." And um, he did rookies with me. One yeah, day. and yeah. um, it was just me and Lazy Boy. Um, it was like on like last minute type of deal. Yeah. It was like I promoted it for a week. I think I hosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was yeah. That's yeah, right. that, that was the Sun Doobie show, right? No, no, oh, that was okay, before. Okay, okay, was okay. Before that, yeah. I remember just... that because that was the first time I seen him, and then uh, I was like, "Who's this cat?" And he he goes and he drops Britney Spears and fucks everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, "Oh, this was sick." Yeah, he does all kinds of he, the Vanessa Carlton skit. The, yeah, uh, uh, all of his yeah, all of his shit's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Lazy Boy. For yeah, sure. that's for sure, man. Uh, what about like um. Some some top level guys like so I know you you've DJed for uh, Sway in the morning before. Yeah yeah so um, I got to DJ on actual Sway in the morning. Flew out to New York and all that stuff. Damn! Shout out to DJ Wonder man. DJ Wonder's the one that lined that up. Um, that's another cool ass fucking dude right there man. Yeah. Um, DJ Wonder lined that up. Uh, it was Halloween weekend and it's one of his favorite hollow uh, holidays. Yeah. And so when we went out there, um, he lined up a bunch of other dope shit while I was out out there in Brooklyn. Um, so that was dope. Um, actually being there at Sway in the morning, it was super surreal, dude. Because uh, like there, like I mean, in the room, you, you're like in the room with a bunch of other like big name artists, and like, it's like serious satellite radio, right? What's like, Eminem's uh, Eminem's the Shade Four Five headquarters? Shade 45 and headquarters, shit. yeah. Um, but like you got Heather B's in the room. You got um, a sway, you know, the from the world famous wake up show. You ain't got the answer, sway. Uh, <laughs> no, he Shout did have Kanye. the answer. It turned out he yeah. did have the answers. <laughs> Kanye, man, what's that guy gonna come up yeah. with? Yeah, hey, I, I, I still like Kanye. You know, like uh, no, his- fool, it's not Kanye anymore. It's Yay. Well, I like Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, you guys are Kanye. Yeah, it's Kanye West, bro. Yeah, for real. No, it's, like, it's Yay. Hey, I, I still play Kanye West, yo. And, yeah, like low-key all these people that are like i get you know people are hating on his like his method of like being and his point of view whatever who cares dude like yeah his music's dope yeah his music's dope as fuck you don't gotta listen to him like serato got a new uh effect where you can just take out the acapella oh no way play the beat but, no way um he i mean kanye i, I played kanye all the time dude that's so, crazy and, did- and a lot of people also after that freaking uh that r kelly freaking uh, documentary i still play r kelly I, I mean, I don't agree with the shit that R. Kelly does, but his music's still dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah R. Kelly, he's a crazy, crazy dude, but he did have a, a couple of badass singles. So. Yeah, I mean, you can't, like, you can single out the person for what they are, yeah. but the music is another thing, you know what I mean? 
You know, you can also say that about SPM as well. Oh, yeah. RIP SPM, no? No. He didn't pass away? Not yet. SPM? Nah, yeah, nah, he's still locked up. He's about to get out soon. Hey, this was from the future, though, so. Through <laughs> <laughs> chat with oh, that. Oh, wait, who? No, it's somebody else that passed away that was Mexican, dude, no? Africa, anyways, who cares? The fucking fool from the Backstreet Boys, the little brother? Uh, him, oh, yeah, Mexican, that's the most though. recent one that I knew about. Man, yo, I got corrected on that. He wasn't from Backstreet Boys either. No, it's, from, it's uh, the little brother, no? Uh, it was Nick Carter's uh, brother. Yeah. Nick Carter, yeah. Damn, yeah, shout out to yeah, part of their family. That's crazy, man. Yeah, addiction's a big thing, bro. For real, you know, like, um, they, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys all played Powerball. You guys were all trying to win the freaking uh billion dollars and shit. I, I, no, I forgot I, about I, it. I don't do that. I, I did. forgot about I, it. I, dude. I, I, I spend a lot of my money. Yeah, probably like eighty to hundred dollars. Damn, my money. that's right. I mean, it's so, an investment. Anyways, one thing that we talked about was uh, the um, what would you do with your money, right? Um, me and my wife were talking about this and she's like, well, I would donate it to like a, some like um, uh, uh, some treatment. Uh, I forget what exactly which one she had said, but uh, the one I had told her, I was like, I would donate to um, there's a there's a cause. It's called End Overdose. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, right now there's a big ass problem with fentanyl. Yeah. And there's a there's a program out there End Overdose. I think that org. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually promote um the end of overdose like they give you um the I, man i forget the the names of the things that they give you but you you log in online they give you like a kit where if you ever see somebody overdosing you have that kit you can save a person's life um yeah narcan that's what it's called yeah thank you yeah narcan um, so uh anyways i would have donated to something like that dude because aaron carter look at all these other like freaking um uh um the uh Juice World, all mm-hmm. these people, all these kids that are freaking overdosing shit. It's freaking, it's it's crazy. It's you know yeah. what I mean? That's something that like I always take into accountability when I'm going and DJing. Like when I go out to places, like these fools are high as shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Like and back then, I mean, I know it was fun and everything, but now it's like it got out of hand. Yeah, it, it did get out of hand, dude. And um, I think it was a, a growing trend. Um, uh, what, what, what like towards the end of like the mid. 2010s started getting a little bit more at hand with the Zannies, uh, overdoing the lean, and it just kept on going, bro. And, like, and it, I don't, I don't want to blame like a generation or anything because obviously people get their examples from other people, but like, like a lot of these rappers nowadays, they kind of glorify it, and, and yeah. that's the, yeah, that's the sad thing about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think it, it, it really kind of hit everybody once a uh, uh, little peep passed away. Then, uh, then you had. Um, a juice world pass away on an overdose pill overdose and it's just one one of the dude one of the tough. one of the best DJs that to my mm. to my knowledge mm-hmm. that to this day I still think Rest is the best DJ um with DJ AM he yep. passed away from an overdose too yep. man and so like you know what I mean like someone never knows what a person's going through yeah but like at least there's things out there and overdose check it out dude and overdose you know and overdose org. Mm. org yeah that's yeah, I'm, gonna, sure, I'm gonna have to look at that one dude because uh here at the podcast, dude, every single time we get into a similar topic, like we we do advocate for, you know, mental health. And, you mm-hmm. know, if you feel some type of way, you know, talk to somebody. Yeah. That's, that's all it takes. I mean, I know it's kind of hard to tell just off of, you know, looking into somebody's eyes that, you know, they're going through some shit, whether it be uh, substance abuse or whatever it may be. But, you know, try to talk to somebody, man. Make, make sure they're, that your people are good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So once again, everybody, this is the Kicking Labs. Everybody tuning in on the the YouTube, the Instagram, and on Spotify. Uh, 
you know, thank you guys for listening. Today we got DJ Attic One in the mix, yes, you sir. know. Thank you uh, super excited to have you in today for sure. Thank you for pulling up. Yeah. And you can go home now. Thank you, everybody. Turn off the lights, the stool. I'm <laughs> ah, just kidding. I'm ah, just kidding. Oh, we're barely getting you. started. <laughs> just getting warmed up. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm like uh, I'm super hyped to have you. I got so many questions for you. They just not coming out. It's all good. Yeah, I just land. He's been coming to my house, um, and <laughs> I've been she, I've been teaching him how to how to DJ. Yeah. And so, um, just like just like and no disrespect, dude. Just like every other kid, they just want to right away go into scratching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Man, you're skipping a lot of steps, bro. Yeah. And that, uh, that's what I loved about uh, uh, going over there and going through those trainings is that uh, you didn't let me skip any steps, you know. And it's like, okay, that's all fun and dandy. That's that's the cool part. But you got to start from the beginning, homie. First, just start with this. Just, just start fucking mixing te- songs I I over. And I wasn't even teaching you like, yo, before even all that, dude, like, yo, plug the shit in first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, so, and, and that's that's the key for everybody uh, trying to learn something new is uh, it's always easy to skip steps and shit and, and go straight to that. But you're really missing a, a lot of the, the meat of, of what makes people really good at what they do if you skip all those steps. So definitely uh, just day by day, you know, and, and practice. Number one is practice. Well, if you want to get into the forums with like other DJs and like like uh, go belt to belt with like another DJ. Um, a, a DJ can be good as hell, right? They can buy like a simple controller and then just learn how to like scratch and program and get really good. Mm-hmm. A lot of like bedroom DJs get really good that way, mm-hmm. right? And they, because um, of, you know, the internet and, you know, the, the modern world that we live in, yeah, it's super easy to get your music out and get your stuff out there where there shouldn't be any excuses why you, you're not progressing or getting yeah. any better, right? Yeah. But a lot of these, a lot of these, DJs that are coming out, I feel like um, not so much disrespectful, but I feel like they're kind of glorifying themselves past, mm-hmm. um, like they're the people that kind of paved the way. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to say that I'm one that paved the way because, like, you know, Cool Herc and Jam Master J right. and, you know, Jazzy Jeff and all these other DJs, Africa Bambada, that kind of paved the way for us mm-hmm. who were the first ones to learn how to scratch and play doubles and, you know, play the breaks and all that stuff. Like, yeah. If you don't know your history and all that stuff and you just want to jump ahead of the line and, you know, do your thing, it's like, that's why I say it's kind of a little more disrespectful that way with yeah. all these new DJs. Oh, 100%, dude. I, I will take it as disrespect if you don't know the history of the music or where it comes from. Almost like, almost like hip-hop in a way, dude, because hip-hop itself has, you know, its own structure. It has its elements, you know, and it, and it yeah. has a history that some of these fools, again, they just want to jump in not even care about any of that focus on them and that's all cool and dandy but like you know if, if you really love the craft you, you know you better you know be about it and know know what's up yeah and like a lot of these festivals nowadays right you got these big name djs where you only know them because they produce a dope track and if you're like if you're a producer that's how you get on these uh mm-hmm. these festivals now which I, me personally i think is not fair but at the same time it, it's I mean, it's all fair game because, yeah, they made a hit track mm-hmm. and they're now an artist. You know what I mean? So in, in all fairness, they're performing as an artist. Yeah. And that's 100% what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah but, that's for sure. Yeah. But like a, a true craftsman, somebody that perfects themselves, like Lazy Boy, I've, I've asked him for, for mixes to come on the show. And he's like, bro, it literally takes me like three months to make a mix mm-hmm. because he's such a perfectionist. The same thing with DJ Swamp. 
Yeah. If you got, I had DJ Swamp yep. on the show last, this week. last one. Yeah. yeah. And he's Beck's DJ. Uh, oh, he's nice. The, he's his tour DJ. Wow. He's the Crystal Methods. Um, there tour you go. DJ. Um, he did, told me the same thing. It takes him six months to put a set together because they're perfectionists, you know, wow. and a lot. And like someone like me, like um, I'm not a perfectionist. So I just download a bunch of tracks and just say, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear the imperfections in like um, yeah. in, in the mixes. But I mean, for me, it's like I, I like doing that. It is. What it you're, is. you're pretty clean, though. I yeah. mean, you know, you'll be like, boom, boom, boom. Here's something. Hold on. I heard. Look, 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 look. He'll be like, look, watch, 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 watch. Listen to this. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. You know, it tripped me out. Yeah. What, what would you say to a to a young, young uh, aspiring DJ uh, that wants to start getting gigs and, and you know, get out there and DJ? Uh, what kind of um, stuff would you would you let them know? Um. I mean, if they if, if they're really serious about it, to practice as much as they can. I, I know equipment is not is not cheap, mm-hmm. so obviously save up, buy some decent equipment, and practice. There you practice, go. Practice, practice, practice. That's right. And stay on top of your game. You know what I mean? Music, um, transitions, edits, um, learn your history, um, and pay homage. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, there, I, I there it is right there. Yeah, free advice right here from DJ Attic mm-hmm. One, man. Pick mm-hmm. it up, write a pen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check, checks in the mail, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Send the check in the mail, yeah. <laughs> speaking of that, uh, speaking of uh, Fedia, um, what's like the going rate for, for a solid DJ? I know a lot a lot of uh, people hit me up and a lot of people hit other, other DJs up and be like, hey, uh, venues would be like, hey, you want to come DJ? And they don't say anything about money yeah i love that question right there dude because yeah yeah just trying to find a dj on its own dude like there's i think there's like different kind of rankings you know you got the quinceanera dj you got the party dj you got the backyard boogie dj so like how how do you how do you like actually go about it when it comes to like cashing out you got the deals yeah that's that's kind of like a two-part question yeah because like the the money part of it is uh it's kind of a sensitive subject not so much but like um for the dj because obviously we want to get paid, mm-hmm. but it's always like um, you don't want to lose the gig either. Nobody, you know what I'm saying. So a lot of times you're like, "Man, am I overcharging or mm-hmm. am I uh, am I under am I underbidding myself?" Like, and so I've asked a couple other DJs, and they're like, "Man, you're super cheap." But then I've I've told other DJs, and they're like, "Damn, that's a lot." Yeah. <laughs> so it's mixed reviews, but like. Um, I mean, I'll just tell you guys honestly, dude. Uh, I charge two hundred dollars an hour mm-hmm. minimum, four hours. There you go. And so that's what my going rate usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, you know, um, it, I was I was cheaper. I used to get flat rates and things like that. Yeah. But as you get as you get older and you start like you know, I, I have a family. and yeah. You're getting away from your family, so mm-hmm. you have to make it worth my while. Yeah. Yeah. You, know you only mean? have a certain amount of hours in this life, you know. Yeah, and on top of that, it's like, yeah, you, you want to pay for the talent. It's like it's like when they when when you go get beer, um, quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, a lot of times that's what you get. Like when some somebody says, "Oh, you can't do it for this much." Nah, I can't do. If you got a deal that does it and he want to do it, go ahead. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna go down to that level. That, yeah. These are my going rates, and it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and then to the other part of that, with the um. The DJing of quinceañeras, weddings, clubs, all that stuff. Um, I know that was a, a question that was going around for a bit. What's harder to do? Mm-hmm. Like playing a club, playing a bar, or playing like a quinceañera wedding? 
and 100 percent it's a quinceanera wedding because you got all the aspects of all the different people that want to hear banda people that want to hear hip-hop people that want to hear old school people that want to hear this and that and whatever and it's like for somebody that i mean obviously we have a big library of music mm -hmm. for somebody to be like all right well i'm gonna play funk to set the mood people are getting drunk or whatever and then you mix it into so that you can start getting people dancing but there's always that one person hey play me this one it's like you're, you're playing a, a 99 bpm track and they want you to play 140 bpm track you're like dude yeah. it doesn't work that way yeah yeah you gotta so you gotta work your way into that it's a lot it's a lot harder to dj a wedding a quinceanera because of all of that and then you got all the special requests and you're just like man dude it's like it's work. It's constant work. You're just yeah. like your brain's always like, what's next? Ah, oh, shit. And then you go into your like your library and like, fuck, no, nah, not that one, dude. And you're like going through all your tracks and then uh, changing the engineer opposed to going to a club. Yeah. And you go to a club and a, a person wants to go to a club to go drink, either go meet men or women and to go listen to dope music. It doesn't matter what they're playing as long as the vibe is just bangers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're playing nothing but bangers. It doesn't matter what you play. Yeah. People are going to dance. People are going to get drunk. And people are going to do whatever they're going to do. Right. Is it the the best feeling when you're when you're DJing in a club or an event or, or whatever? And, and you hit you hit that that transition perfectly into a song that's perfect for for that setting that like that drop. Yeah. Uh, that has to be like a, an amazing feeling, and that song is fucking fire, and everybody looks at you and just fucking, you know, you just change the whole mood. Like that has to be some of the best feelings, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like the events that you've done, mm -hmm. what would you say is one of the like the better tracks ranking like that? That the like once it drops and everybody goes wild. I think which one uh, the one that you I, like. I think when when you transition to from like a, a straight hip hop. And you build it up, build it up, build it up. The energy of that song is there, and then you cut into like some dubstep or or some oh, some of that yeah. like like that that fusion yeah. where the songs are fused together, and and it's just like straight energy. Yeah, that's yeah. always my favorite. Well, okay, for a second, dude, I thought you were gonna say like getting flashed by like an independent woman. Though, right? <laughs> oh, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a good feeling right there. Yeah, that sure. changes the mood. That's for know? sure. But I mean, like in terms of of like when the songs, you know, like when 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 you hear, oh, this is my jam, and then next thing you know, he transitions to something totally different, not even like the same genre. And it hits, you know, and everybody's like, Yo, fuck and, yeah. And big up to DJ Steve Wonder, man. That's one of the yeah, homies. Steve Wonder, and man. He, he uh he, he always puts me on game with all the all the trap and dubstep like edits. And cause he he makes a lot of he makes a lot of dope edits. Yeah. And um he um I, I always hear his sets because you'll play like he'll play like dope underground hip hop, and then out of nowhere he'll just drop something that's trap, and you're like Yo, that was fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. And, and like on the side, like after his set or whatever, like um, everybody's chilling, like the next DJ's up and I'm like, yo, what did you play? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, ah. Uh, you know, speak, uh, I just remember that like, you, you even fuck with uh, Blue and Exile and, and, and yeah, like legendary people too. Yeah, yeah. You had, you had uh, Blue at uh, uh, Exile. You had Exile at um, El Patio. At El Patio, huh? OEW. Yeah. yeah. And Johas too. Yep. Johas is fire. Yeah, I'll tell you a crazy story about them both. Um, when I turned 30, I threw a big ass party at my house. A fucking huge. It was kind of like the Meech Awards. Yeah. It was big. Damn. It was Hollywood themed. So I had a red carpet with photographers right when you walked in. Um, and uh, I had DJ Exile and Joe House perform. And then I had um, uh, the owner of um, uh, 
uh, Beatbox Records, uh, um, Inform, DJ Inform. Yeah. He came through and he played a set. Um, but uh, shout out to Blame One. He's a he's a North County that legend. Was another, he's a sick that was another one, one I was going to bring up. Right yeah, there, Blame One. So Blame One, um, he lives close. He lives close by me. Yeah. At the time, he was even closer, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm having a big ass party. Exiles performing. Joe has come through. He's like, all right, cool. And he showed up with a big ass fucking bottle of Hennessy, mm. and I'm like, "Word, we're gonna party." And then so like an hour and a half, maybe two passed, and I'm like. Yo, Blaine, where's that Henny at, bro? And yo, there was like this much left. Damn. And I was like, bro. And he's like, yeah, we're fucking turned up. <laughs> 20 minutes later, he was gone. Damn. Wow. He passed out like on, on the rocks. Yeah. Oh, oh, and, and so turned up, bro. Right? Turned up. Exile performed and he was doing his thing. And um, Exile turned up too. Damn. Right? And if Exile's watching this, man, he'll, he'll remember this. The next, well, um that night I was kind of cleaning up a little bit because my sprinklers go on and I go out to my yard and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And there was a bag outside in the yard where the sprinklers would have went off and it was Exile's NPC. Oh Ooh. fuck. It didn't and, get wet? Nah. Oh, I, I, right. I, luckily I, he, luckily he went I went there. out there, so I grabbed it and I put it in my room. And the next morning, Exile freaked out. He didn't know where it was at, what happened to it. Everybody because like all his zip, he was more concerned about his zips. Yeah, he had like all of his future projects were in yeah. there, past project, like a yeah. bunch of stuff for the in that NPC. Yeah, he had so many fucking uh, yes, uh, classics, like classics in yeah, there. classics. And I was like, yo, I'm like, I got to do, it, but it's I'm holding it hostage for a bit, yeah. bro. <laughs> what are some of the credits that he has? He's 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 worked with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, man, he's uh he's done shit with Mob Deep. Yeah. Um, He's done stuff with uh, Dilated Peoples, with um, uh, the Jurassic Five, yeah, um, with Blue, Fashion, Nas. Yeah, like, I think that's that's something that kind of went over everybody's head when we were doing the El Patio shows. Is that a lot of them didn't really understand some of the history of of the people that we were bringing in, and they were just like, "Oh, whatever." But I was like, "Yo, this fool did tracks with DMX." Like everybody that we had come through to DJ, they were all. But I think my favorite was. Uh, um, uh, what's what's his name? Um, I'm blanking out his name, but he was my fucking favorite. I'm a I'm a big fan, big fan. Uh, Sadubi? No, no, no. Uh, young Young Amaze DJ. Oh, DJ Ease. Yeah, Ease. shout out to there Ease. You man. There yeah. you go. There you go. That dude is dope too, man. Say who? DJ, DJ Ease. Ease. He's, he's Young Ma's DJ. Yeah, he's a, uh, her tour DJ. He he was the only one that I saw that was like. All right, yeah, like he he's on addict's level, like you know what I'm saying. He's beyond my level, bro. Yeah, that's he's beyond my level. He's more sure. on lazy boy and and that's yeah. 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 But yeah, the, he he was my favorite. And I, I still follow him and, and talk to him every once in a while and he's he's everywhere, man. Yeah. Yep. He is everywhere. Yeah, whenever he's in town, he hits it, he hits us up and uh uh that one time we were gonna do that um little parking lot jam at Carmax. Oh yeah. He was gonna come through yeah. and memory we got shut down. Yep. I had to hit him up. I'm like, yo, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's fucking City of Vista. But it's not our first rodeo, so, you know, like, 30 minutes later, we're already at the new venue. Yeah, shout out to the people of Vista. Yeah. <laughs> Vista Native. Yeah, exactly. Gave him water and everything. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> they were like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. That shit was crazy. But, um, yeah, it's uh, politics everywhere. You know, it, it doesn't matter where you go. You got to be able to deal with all the politics and... and uh, 
you know, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Hey, so with the, the El Patio, what was your favorite highlights of El Patio? Uh, I think my favorite highlights of El Patio, let me see, let me think. There was a lot of them. There was a lot of them for sure. Um, I think my, my number one would be uh, being able to perform uh, with the likes of Vade One and GD. I think it was us three that, that performed uh, at Guadalupe Brewery, which is the home base right there for me. And uh, yeah. that, that was special to me because – the whole city pulled out, you know, that I, backyard was yeah. shoulder to shoulder, man. I agree that my 100% was my favorite uh, one. And I think that was the second one we had. Yeah. And it was when we had Sun Doobie hosted. Yeah, exactly. Sun Doobie hosted it. Uh, Blame One even co-hosted mm-hmm. it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he pulled up too. Uh, shout out to um, Spec One, also from LA. He came through yeah. and rocked the set. Yeah. Tango Rock. Uh, Steve Wonder Rock. Yep. Yeah, that yeah was- Steve Wonder had the place lit. Yeah, yeah, he, he got everybody dancing. Yep, yep. That was the that was the one of my favorite freaking times. Everybody yeah. and a lot of, I want to say probably not. Even, it was almost close to the Michi Wars. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Michi Wars was event of the of the summer, possibly oh, even down, event yeah. of the year. You know, yes. This was saying because like, it was his birthday. No, they're like it's not official. <laughs> <laughs> it's it not was official. my birthday. It was my birthday. You I know, got a but. lot of heat. For that event, yeah. the next day, yeah, no I, shit, and I'll tell you why. We fucked up a whole bunch. Of shit. No, 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 no. I mean, yo, shout out to you know to Ebullition, you know, whatever. Yeah, it, shout it out should to happen. Evolution, should happen. Yeah, it's not that because the next day we had another event at yeah. Rookies. Yeah, and Ooh. it was it was eh, it was it was. I mean, so Meacher Wars was off the chain. Mm-hmm. Bro. It was off the chain. Really was. I feel like we should have just did one show, and right. well, we booked the the, the next day. We should have just did it that Friday because the following day after Meet Your Wars, we booked. Uh, and, and I want to say it's probably the very first time we've ever had them in North County. We booked the Mexicans. Yeah. And, and Workies with Sun Doobie. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, DJ Boogeyman performed and Lazy Boy. Yeah. Shout so out, th- shout that out. was a big fucking lineup. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't show up because a lot of people got fucked up the night before. Yeah. yeah they were still hung over. Yeah. And, and, and it showed, but I mean, we, the, the, the Padres were playing that day. I think they played against the Dodgers. I don't, I don't really remember exactly, yeah, but we were watching, the but game it, it was, it was still a good time at rookies, dude. It just yeah. kind of sucks that the turnout wasn't exactly what we projected, yeah. but I mean, it was still a good time though. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Dude. And, and to have the, to have the Mexicans in our backyard was 100% Awesome man! Shout yeah. out to I Man and yeah. to Sinful El Pecador. Yeah, yeah. And really, shout out to Sun Doobie also for coming. Really, through, man. really cool dudes. You know, humble, down to earth. Even though they have like uh, uh, classics out there, you know, they yeah. they're they're in the in the pages of of hip hop history. Bro, they they're in they're in one of the most famous yeah. Chicano pictures. It was in the Industry Insider magazine, and it has yep. a picture of Big Pun, Fat Joe, Cypress Hill, Cycle Round, mm-hmm. Delinquent Habits. Um, funk dubious the entire group of funk dubious yeah and then it was the mexicans in there too yeah and it was a big line i remember that shit i remember that that, shit, that picture dude. was legendary bro yeah. somebody was wearing that shirt the oh night, that really night. somebody that was night. wearing that shirt sick. and i was like bro that's a sick ass shirt. yeah yeah and, and they they were super cool you know they they were signing autographs meet, meeting people after the show you know they they were there you I know got for pretty, the whole I thing i got pretty drunk dude. yeah well that's good you know that's good you know that was a that was a, still, still a cool night man yeah yeah and that, that's sometimes it happens like that uh we always shoot for gold you know we always shoot for to to do the best we can to to uh be the best and sometimes you know when you have an event that that has so much hype so much everything sometimes that air has to explode and the next show is a little smaller 
Yeah. Next day too. Damn. Yeah. 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 Again, like, dude, with with like I was hungover, hungover you know. That, it's like we need, we still needed the Michelas. Yeah. We were we were all, we all limped into that show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, hey, hey, real quick, just out of curiosity, man, whoever's tuning in, like I guess a real quick of a of. Who would you guys vote for? Put it in the comments in the oh, bottom, man. Shit. Who did Who'd you guys vote for? For the Michi Fest. For the Michi Fest. And we'll get a little quick tally yeah, right now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just see, see how everybody... Yeah, just remember yeah. Uh, the wars was between uh, Supreme Michis and uh, Mike's... Uh, Mike's Spicy Mike's. Spicy Mike's, Mike's yeah. yeah. Which both were fire. Yeah, yeah, Spicy were, Mike's bro. took the title, though. Yeah, yeah. he won. Spicy Shout he out won. to Spicy title. Mike's, man. Which I was super surprised. also, man. You know, I was super surprised. You know, that, that's why like, I didn't vote. I was like, I can't vote for this shit, like, next time. But um, but it was cool, dude, because we had the popular vote, and plus we also had, like, the small jury mm-hmm. vote. So, yeah, yeah it just, it, it, it is what it is, man. Bishop got to vote. Yeah, Bishop got to vote. Shout out, Bishop. Did Desi vote? Uh, he uh, oh, did yeah. vote, but not as uh, a, a, a special judge. He, yeah. he just tossed in a vote, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I can't, I can't, do, both of these are my guys. He's like, I can't, I can't. You know, yeah, he just like, did it anonymously, just threw it in, bro. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, you know, keep a lookout for that. We uh, definitely gonna bring it back. The people have been asking for us to bring that back, and we are listening. Yeah, we we heard you guys. It's coming, so stay tuned, man. Twenty twenty three is coming in hard for now. Enjoy the rest of the year. Yeah, have some good times in the holidays. Uh, and once again, man, we're here with DJ Attic One, straight kicking it. And bro, like 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 you mentioned earlier, I think. I think you're right with like the the whole uh, show scene. Like it really, really does take a village, you know, to like pull up from the vendors to the artists, the DJs, the the venue, every everybody, dude, everybody, all the energy that it takes just to build up a show. It's it's a community effort, man, and and just to make uh, to to like actually go through it and you know have a successful event. It's it's uh it's it's special, dude. Like the money comes and goes that that's not part of the deal like yeah. it's it's about making good times and enjoying the the memories yeah, yeah one thing i always carry with me um uh i i i got something some advice from somebody a long time ago and um shout out to tumex shout uh, out to tumex uh, um i i've done tracks with him and like i've i've rocked shows with him and one time um I, cause he's super humble, right? And he's he's world famous. Yeah, he, like he, he can literally say he's world famous. Mm-hmm. They performed everywhere. Yeah. And one thing he had told me: if you ever want to get to that level, you have to win your your hood first. Mm-hmm. Like your people have to follow you before anybody else can. Yeah. Because if if you're if you don't hold down like your like your town, then what's what's it worth? Like, yeah. What, what's the point? You know yeah. what I mean? But and in all aspect, like you know what I mean, like I I enjoy that the community actually supports us. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean, and then teaming up with you know Osad and then the Kick It Lab and everybody, like it brings community together. And yeah. that always stuck with me with what Tumac said. Yeah, that's for sure. And like uh, super super um, humbled by being able to work with you, being able to uh, incorporate the labs into it. I think it's just it's been a beautiful partnership and it's not over you know a lot of cool shit coming next year for sure yeah yeah not over at all just like this episode now we're not finished we're actually gonna go take a quick break um so yeah man yeah. stick around uh, to, yeah. to everybody who has been commenting thank you appreciate it i think we got one more comment before we, we go do, we uh, do. do we all we right cool ricardo gutierrez from ricky auto repair hey, hey shout out ricky's auto baby shout out, shout out ricky shout hey. out big ricky uh he's gonna be uh 
looking into being one of our main sponsors for next season. So keep a lookout for Ricky's Auto. If you need any alignments or any work done on your car, definitely go hit up uh, Ricky's Auto. And even just the oil change, man. I know I know you think Walmart might be cheaper and faster, but they're lying to you, man. The, the, the best way to do it is going to Ricky's Auto, man. So pull up, get an oil change, yeah, in and out just like that. And then my favorite part about it is that he treats you like family. Uh, you get in there, uh, their service is top level, their attitudes are top level, and uh, they just want to make sure that your car is good. Yes, Hell sir. Yeah. And with that being said, with the car repairs going on, you know, and all the waiting around, you do get hungry. Yo, check out Full Metal Burgers. Burgers so damn good. We even need fries with that. That's we'll give right. it to you anyways. Locations right there. Black Plague, one in Oceanside, and now another one in Up in Escondido. Mm. Hey, nice one right there, Booski. And uh, we do apologize <laughs> for all the comments on the IG that we didn't get to. But just know we are watching you and while you're watching us. Uh, yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> but, hey, thank you for everybody commenting. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Once again, shout out Full Metal Burgers and Escondido and an Oceanside in front of Black Plague Brewing seven days a week. Shout out Lived Experiences. Shout out Emi Palma. Shout out Cultura Coffee. Shout out Urban Water. And shout out everybody on the Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're at, man. Much appreciated. Once again, we're here with DJ Gadget One. We'll be right back. This is the Kick It Podcast. Hey. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. And just like that, we're back from break. Thank you so much for sticking through. Uh, I mean, you already know if you made it through the Spotify this far, much appreciated. And if you're still on the YouTube with us on the live, even more appreciate. Don't forget, drop a comment and Bruce might read it later on. Yeah, but, <laughs> but regardless, we're still here. We're back. We're still kicking it with DJ Attic One. Word up. Yeah, man. We're just fucking enjoying ourselves. I mean, the, the guys, you know, as usual. Hooked us up with a little something. <laughs> uh, we got to test it out. So we do have a weed sponsor now. Yeah, feeling good. Yeah, that's for sure. Shout out to all of our sponsors that uh, hook us up here on the Kicking Labs. Uh, much appreciated. Always, one hundred percent. And we are looking for new sponsors too for the next season. So if you guys are interested, uh, hey, hit us up, man. Yeah, now would be the time to tap in uh, before the year ends because next year we are going to be rocking on all cylinders. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Be- before we uh, continue the interview uh i do want to say thank you to everybody who pulled up to the rager this uh, this last weekend uh it, w- it was pretty fucking sick dude you know yeah. switching it up from what we normally do which is like hip-hop mcs uh dance fucking shows uh to see like a rock show and be able to pull it off as we did this weekend yeah. it was sick man so much appreciation to everybody who pulled up all the vendors uh all the all the artists and Shit, shout out to OAW, man, once again for letting us hold it down over there. Shit was yeah. mad, mad sick. I missed that show, dude. Yeah. yeah. I saw I saw the, the clips, the highlights. It, it was dope, dope, man. It, dope. it was dope. And I, I've never DJed a fucking full-on punk metal show. So uh, it, it was cool. It was super different. It was refreshing as hell. Hell yeah. And I do want to say I want to give a shout out to the bands. Last to know, shout out to them. They were the first one on the sets. And also we had Vomito Perdido. And we also had Hell March, and we had Malison, and also we had that surprise hip hop opening, which was RM. The yeah, that's right. We had to uh, hit everybody with the surprise, you know, with the uh, surprise hip hop. RM, dude, he, yeah, uh, you guys shot a video in my garage. Yeah, when's that yeah. coming out? Uh, so he's gonna be uh, on the podcast on Wednesday, and he's gonna give a big announcement on on uh, his new projects coming out and everything. So oh. tune in on Wednesday to find out uh, about RM's new projects and music videos. 
because I think he shot a video for every song on his new project coming out. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what he mentioned. I'm not gonna ruin no surprises, but uh, check it out, man. This upcoming Wednesday with Arm the Poet, it's gonna be a sick ass episode. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that rock show, it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, we had a, a the whole back area. We were the first ones ever to co- um, charge a cover to get in. And it worked out. You know, we had a lot of people in the building and everybody was happy. The bands were happy. Uh, the vendors were happy. We had a uh, Pika Chamoy there. Shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Super Wings. Fire ass food. You always I've tell been, me about them. Man. I've been telling everybody about about the, the, the wings, man. And they don't just sell wings either. They have a full menu. They, they held down. Yeah, they fucking killed it, bro. Like, honestly, I wasn't <laughs> expecting to get no fucking mozzarella sticks. <laughs> like, goddamn, those shits were fucking good. Yeah, I got some jalapeno poppers. That, that shit was fire. Yeah, Super Wings, they they get down, man. They do get down. Yeah, and I think they um they hooked up uh women workout wear with some uh, wings at the end of the night. Uh, they had some Hennessy barbecue wings and and something else, some some other fire ass wing, and uh, they just had a whole bunch of they had a big spread, big spread right there. Shout out to Coco Wax also for being there and women workout wear. They they uh they all had fun. They all went off. So yeah, it, it was a it was a good weekend. How was your weekend? It was cool, man. Um around this time it's usually um like the holidays is like for me it's kind of busy because you got all the holiday parties. A lot of people like to have their um birthday parties and like weddings and quinceañeras towards the holiday because mm-hmm. it's cold you get bundled up so you get to dress a lot more nicer yeah and so um i stay busy throughout the uh like the whole holiday season um so um last weekend i dj my boy um jaime's 60th birthday that's right up in temecula and um this weekend i'm doing it's just a bunch of private parties that i've been doing yeah. you know what i mean but yeah i'm pretty much booked up the rest of the year those are um, fun too, right? You get to have fun. Are those easier uh, than like doing an actual show? Um, the coordination of a show is a lot harder, obviously, because mm-hmm. the stress of putting on the show, putting out the flyer, coordinating the acts, making sure the acts get on, yeah. and, uh, setting up, breaking down, and then setting up and breaking down again. Like it's a, it's that's. I think that's a lot more harder. Um, the like the private parties, they're cool. Um, but again, like I was telling you guys previously, when you do, um, like little private events like that, you have to cater to everybody. So like the music has to constantly be changing. Yeah. Hey, Eric. So, so how many times a night would you say that people come <laughs> up to you requesting music? <laughs> uh, the whole entire fucking night, <laughs> the whole entire night. What do you think they request? Bad Bunny. Of course. Oh, yeah. my God. All right. Okay. Well, do at least, do they, like, shoot you a tape or something so you can switch it up a little bit? Sometimes. Ah, like, okay. I mean, at, at the end of the night, I always get taken care of, so it's all good. Like, I mean, and I don't mind it. It's the, Bad Bunny's music is very easy to mix. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he does reggaeton. Yeah. And trap. So they both go hand in hand. Yeah. And you can mix that with anything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to specifically just stay on that genre. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you guys been to other nights where I play cumbias and then I go into reggaeton and then into hip hop. Like yeah. it's real easy to because they go hand in hand, kind of. Like An- the rhythms go kind of right hand in hand. Another one of my favorites is w- when you mix uh, like Kanye West with uh, what's the other? I song? told you I still yeah. play Kanye West. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's Mi Sentimiento yeah. by um, Boom Boom 
Bon, yeah, I, I, I forget the uh, the the cumbia band that does it, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Mis Sentimientos and uh, Kanye West, Jesus Walks. Yeah, that yeah. shit right there. Is I didn't even listen to that, bro. That what? shit is fire. Okay. You you've heard it. You've been in the building. Okay, but, I, uh, I can't remember it right now. But <laughs> yeah. I need to re-listen to that. That sounds sick. We're going to Attic One's house after this, All just right. for that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, you, you're always uh, extremely busy. You're super booked up. Uh, we know f- for a fact because you know, what I'm saying we always try to book you, and you're always fucking busy. Yeah. But that that's actually good. You know, that's a good thing, and we're we're extremely happy that that you're succeeding. And uh, you're like like I said in my page in my book, you're you're one of, you're one of the tops. You know, number ones. I appreciate that, man. And I mean, I, in all honesty, dude, it's like um, I, I enjoy it, dude. I, I like DJing, you know what I'm saying? I've done it my entire life, you know what I mean? But like I can I, I can tell it, my age is catching up to me, man. They, like <laughs> I get tired quick. Like I'm getting yeah. aches and, you know, like, yeah. like sometimes when I'm like not DJing, like on Sundays, we'll kick it with the homies and we talk about insurance and heartburn <laughs> and freaking arthritis and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I can tell my age is catching up to me, man. But like. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always down to DJ, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll always be down to DJ because it's something that it will be with me till I die. You know? Yeah. And DJing is a is a profession that you can do into into your 60s. And, you know, mm-hmm. you can still DJ. Like, in all honesty, like, there's schools for it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, shout outs to the beat junkies. You know what I mean? They yeah. got the 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 bios. Um, you guys can sign up. Uh, the the B Junkies Institute of Sound, you know what I mean? Yeah. You go, go on their website. Is that LA? Yeah, it's in LA. Um, shout out to the to the homegirl Yo B. She yeah. graduated from there. Uh, the homegirl DJ Genie, which is DJ Hydro's um wife, they graduated from there, and uh, yeah. and a lot of other DJs that have succeeded and came out of the the institute. Like, there's nothing but success because they're great DJs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I want to say Artistic from San Diego had a school here also, so um. They, uh, I mean, there's schools out there, you know what I mean? And there's, there's also like, I think there's, um, um, courses online, um, in North Carolina, I think, um, Ninth Wonder was mm. a professor in, in, um, production and DJing. Wow. Um, the homie DJ Pound, um, he went to some, some, um, DJ school in Florida. Like, so there's programs out there that will get you through like beginning to end on, on like getting yourself, well established with DJing, you yeah. know what I mean. So, like, a lot of people should take advantage of that, dude. Like, it's it's honestly it's a trade because, mm-hmm. like, just like plumbing and electrical and things like that, people need entertainment. You know yeah. what I mean? And a lot of people don't want to go out to clubs because, like, you know, you're getting older and you want to just do things at your pad. Mm-hmm. Hire a DJ and get a good one. Yeah. You know what I mean, spend a little bit of money. And I always say, if if you don't have money, or if you're gonna complain about the pricing. Or if you're gonna complain about the sound um, of that it's too loud at, at at your party, then you don't need a DJ. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're wanting to party and have a good time and that's what you're investing in, get yourself a DJ. Get yourself a good DJ. And like if you're gonna be cheap about it, you're probably not gonna have the best of time. Mm-hmm. But invest. Get yourself a good DJ. Have them play your party, and you guys will be all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. It sets the mood. You know what I mean? Like your food tastes better, <laughs> your drinks taste better, the the women look better, the yeah. men look better, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it creates more uh, uh 
pimping opportunities too. It's like the DJ <laughs> pimping. Whoa, yeah, what like the, fuck? The, the, the DJ, the DJ's got the got the vibe. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, the DJs at strip clubs. And then you, and then you, you, you go, you're like, okay, you're feeling yourself. It's like, yo, I'm gonna go uh, talk to the Heine now because you know the the mood is set. Yeah, yeah shit. This was talk about parking lot pimping. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> you know that. Ask about me. Nah, I'm just Don't ask. Right uh, outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. uh, well, I do have at least one more question, man. Before uh, I guess we keep on do- doing the second half. I don't know. It's starting to get a little stony. Um, <laughs> but do-, do you have any like new aspirations, or uh, like after after uh, you feel like it's time to retire the turntables, or do you just want to uh, like maybe even do instruction? Because that 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 whole thing about the academies that sounded cool. That I didn't even know there was academies. Yeah. Um, one thing I won't retire the turntables. That's always going to be with me no matter what. Um, I might retire, you know, sooner than later on actually going and DJing parties. So on that note, um, I do want to start focusing on doing edits and like recreating mashups and doing dope tracks and releasing music that way. Um, I, you know, uh, beat minus have been showing mad love so i do that out of my garage you know what i mean i record i record tracks at my own pace um i play whatever tracks i like so it's like a win-win for me you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i'm at my house you yeah. so i don't you know what i mean i'm not really doing too much mm-hmm. and that's probably what um eventually what i'm gonna venture into you know what i mean just that's doing right. um, more production more mixtapes and um i mean eventually you know um uh, several people have already told me, you know what I mean? Getting a um, like a little mini schooling going. If anybody yeah. really wants to sick. take into um, investing in things like that, you know what I mean? Like I can have like a little class for you guys and yeah. get you guys in the right direction on how to DJ, um, you know, with equipment selection, music selection, basic transitions, turning on your equipment, yeah. things like that. You know what I mean? Like basic schooling. And then, you know, uh, uh, the more far advanced stuff, you guys can always go to, more schooling it's just like mm-hmm. going to college you know what i mean yeah like you get your basic general ed and then you advance like yeah. I, I will probably start a basic general ed for dj mm-hmm. that'd be pretty sick i think you'd be great at that you know not just because uh um exhibit a you know what i'm saying and and <laughs> you know learning under you but uh again checks in the mail yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> shit but um you know, I think that that'd be something really dope that, that you could do that, that would impact our community big time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, uh, of, of course, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I stay in Vista, man. I like I, I even on the weekends, like when I'm not doing anything, I like to stay in the village mm-hmm. just because it's super handy. I can go home really quick. You know yeah. What I mean? But uh, um, yeah, I mean, if I can always give back to the community that way at a like an affordable cost for somebody that wants to DJ learn music and keep the culture alive of course why not you know what I mean and especially if I can still keep myself relevant with DJing because obviously it's a craft that um I don't think it'll ever die Mm -hmm. but I would I would hate to see it die in in a bad manner you know what I mean so why not just spread the love yeah get people on the right track and let people know hey this is how you should do it yeah and it's also um way easier right if if you're djing you know really close to the house because you got some big ass equipment you, you ain't gonna know like uh yeah no that's what i'm saying kits, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you like it's starting to weigh on me like i get home and i'm like taking down these big ass 18 inch yeah. tubs and 
I'm like, dude, and what am I doing? And there's no like leaving it in the car or none of that shit. Sometimes you know? I have to, like in the summer, like I'll cover it, but nah. yeah, yeah. This like um, those those subs, dude, they're fucking huge. Every time we we go somewhere, it's like, all right, let's get these out. Fuck. <laughs> It's four people coming yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. you gotta live for your knees. Remember that. Yeah, yeah never but back. I've I've definitely uh, uh, taken that approach uh, with with me setting up my shows. Like uh, I I have a once a week gig that I do at OEW, and that's mainly for practice. You know, getting my hours in in real time. You know, because it's it's cool being at your house and and you know in the garage or whatever and practicing, but you're not really you're just dealing with yourself. When you're in a real-time setting, and you got real-time people running around, moving around. You can see their reactions to what songs or how you mix in, how you're doing through the night with with real people. And then, like, it's it's weird when you get uh, different kinds of people in. You know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you can't just blast hip-hop music when, when you got uh, 16, 70-year-olds coming in, you know, and that's your main demographic for the night. Yeah. You know, you got to get creative and, and play different stuff. So that's that's been something really cool yeah. that, that, I've, that I've noticed is, like, how to set the mood. It's always a challenge every week. Yeah. he You would have been proud of him, Addict, this past <laughs> week before we had the Rager. It was a Thursday. Yeah. You know, it was like a little vet. It was like a Veterans Day party going on, you know. Uh-huh. And fucking Lens was just killing it, just setting the mood for the room. You got to start recording your sets, yeah. bro. I know. that That's something that uh, I, I wrote in, into my... You know, I'm very structured in, in stuff that I do, and uh, I always make notes for myself. And one thing that I just wrote uh, last week, I think, that I wanted to do is get like a one hour set, you know, where where I I got the songs, I know what exactly when I'm gonna transition. Almost like a like a like if you're performing, you get your 15 minutes, your 30 minute sets. I want to do something like that, but make it like in blocks of hours, and uh, and you know, be able to do those at events or shows like oh he's gonna dj for an hour and i know exactly what i'm gonna play how i'm gonna play it and the transitions the effects everything i'll, I'll tell you a little hack that uh um not even a hack but like a little lesson that um i kind of do for myself um record record your sets right mm-hmm. um once you record your set just play it throughout the week yeah um re, re, uh just listen to it um, back and forth, you'll hear your, you'll hear your, um, your, your mistakes. Yeah. Um, everything that you were like, man, I should do it this way, but it's like you can't, you can't edit it. You're just listening to mm-hmm. it, and you're like putting it in your head, like, okay, I like that transition right there. Uh, maybe I should do it this way, or um, you liked it, but it was off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Practice yeah. th- those little sets. Yeah. But at least you have that one mix as an idea, so you take all those transitions that you did yeah. and depict them take them apart yeah like that one's cool that one's cool and that one's cool and that one's cool not those and then fill them in with something else and then you start building in your sets that way Mm -hmm. and then then you start getting familiar with your with your catalog and then once you start putting your little sets together all the other tracks that you have um you can put them in place yeah with those other tracks and then especially you know with serato so i mean they're making it way easy you know what i mean yeah with all the bpms that they have already matched in like you can always just look at the the bpm and you're already playing your your set that you're already comfortable with but you're going down your your library and you're like this one's gonna go good with this one yeah. and then you're hearing it in your head already you're like yeah i will yep and then record that one and then you start building in your your libraries in your head and then little by little you start putting sets together yeah 
yeah that, that's where i'm at right now i'm i'm I haven't started anything, but I, I do hear tracks where it's like, okay, this would be sick to throw in something and just kind of building it in your head before you, you get into it. And But it it's going to take take some time. You know, it's going to take a little while. I definitely understand why it takes uh, some of those big time artists uh, months to put put a set together. Yeah. Well, it, they, they, they kind of break down a lot more because yeah. each track that they do, they actually put adders into the song. Yeah. So like when like uh ease or lazy boy or dj swamp or any like turntablist jay espinoza all of them they 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 play their tracks and they they create an intro and then they they do those intros live and then when they play the track they'll edit them live there and then they'll put their cuts in between so like they have sets of all their tracks so like one time i think i was watching um a lazy boy kind of uh navigate through his uh his library and i was like I went cross-eyed. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, the, um, like, the, the transitions in that aspect is a lot different. But, yeah, when you uh, when you start putting, like, libraries together and actual sets, um, it makes it a lot easier, especially yeah. when you start kind of – you'll never have an organization. Like, I don't think that even exists. Mm-hmm. But you start being able to go through your files and your folders as you're labeling them. And you're like, all right, cool. I can get into this one. Um, I just, uh, I don't even know what it's called. I just saw an app for it. But Fat Man Scoop was promoting this new app where mm. it makes you navigate through your sets real easy. It uh, cleans up your library, and it it'll it'll allow you to see other people's like tracks that will go with that type of BPM oh, that's pretty sick. and it, it'll, it'll share it for you. And it'll, I think it'll navigate you through all the bangers that'll go with it. Wow. And then it'll let you, it'll let you see other people's like files and shit like that. I forget what it's called. I'll look it up and I'll, I'll send that's it pretty to you. That's but, pretty dope. Yo, that looked dope, but it's like a subscription and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Whatever. I'd rather just Nowadays, do it everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Nowadays, everything has a subscription. You know, that's like the newest uh, way for companies to make money is, is the subscription. Oh but Yeah. yeah. Back then, back then, you used to you used to go into record pools. You'd still have to buy into them, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you would get records. And you, I think you would get like 10, 6 to 10 records at a time, depending on whatever released and how yeah. you, what you um, uh, subscribe for. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you would just get records back then. Sometimes they were garbage. Sometimes they were cool. And so you would get 10, 10 records and two of them are dope. You have eight of them that are just chilling in the corner. You're like, yeah, that, that kind of reminds me of like the old school Netflix. They're the one that used to like mail you in the DVDs. Yeah. Or even like, <laughs> remember Columbia House mm-hmm. and all those, like when you would get the CD and like, if you like them, cool. If not, you would just send, yeah, it back. send it back. Yeah. So um, that's how, that's how the record pools were. Now you, you have like um, uh, DJ City, you have um, Beat Source, you have, um, uh, BPM Supreme, uh, B Junkies guy. Everybody got a. There's a shitload of subscriptions you could get on, and um, all of them are different. Heavy hitters. You got freaking um, MP, my MP3. You got, I mean, there's a shitload of them, right? Yeah. And every single one of them has their own edits. Some of them have limited ones. Um, there's one person that if you were to get a subscription, where I would probably recommend you getting is maybe Nick Bikes. Mm. Nick Bikes getting on his uh, Patreon and subscribing to him because that dude makes the best edits. Damn, one hundred percent. There you go. His fucking remixes are the shit, dude. Like, there's not 
there's not one Nick bike track that is not dope. Nick bikes. So yeah, he's he's. Well, I, I try getting him to for El Patio too. Maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nick bike, go. if you're watching, you're gonna Nick be at El bike. Patio. We're gonna send you this Nick bike. Shout out, man. <laughs> yes, sir. 2023 coming up. Gotta get you on a podcast. Uh, that um, who who do you want uh to see on the podcast? Who do you want us to to bring in? Um, probably blame one. Oh, that'd be sick. Okay, that'd be sick. Probably blame one. Um, I when I was when we were off there, I was telling um that telling them we had a podcast before like a year or two ago, and um we try we try getting blame one on the show, and every single time we try getting him, he always like yeah. <laughs> so, um, Shout out blame one man. Yeah. He's the goat. That's B- for sure. Blame blame got stories for days. Man. Yeah. He got he got his, uh, an album called Days Chasing Days. Yeah. So um yeah, I got a new track out with him, dude. Him and uh, Destruct. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, Blame One and Destruct. Uh, it's called um, MC's MC. It's on Spotify and Apple Music. Um and uh yeah um check it out. It's pretty dope. And this is something that a lot of people don't know about you is that you're also a producer. Yeah. Yeah. You I, also uh, make make beats and I've heard them. They're fire. Yeah. Yeah, get at me, man. I, I I make beats. Um, I I do re edits, and um, I do cuts for tracks. So um, uh, uh Massa Moon, uh, member yeah. uh, Frankie Fadis got a yeah. new track out. Billy, no jokes. Yeah, Frankie Fadis got a new track out with Boo Boo the Prince. Yeah, and I did the cuts on that. Sick. Um, and then uh, the track that I did with Blame and um, Destruct, it's called MC's MC. Yeah, I did the cuts on that. The track previous to that that I did with Destruct, um, I did the cuts on that one. That one was um, Matar. There you um, go. And then uh, I've I've had previous album releases. Uh, I used to I used to produce for um, a group called The Seed, which is Kali and the homie Uptown Sweet. Hey, mm-hmm. shout out! Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had a group together right called there. The Seed. Um, if you guys can find it on YouTube, man, the album is fire, dude. And when we released it, it was a fold out booklet. It was cardboard with an insert. And the all the entire art because the whole entire thing was supposed to be 100 percent uh Poly, Polynesian, right? From the rappers to the features to the producers. Damn. And um I think the production that I was giving Kali at the time was super fire. And he's like, Well, you're gonna be the only non-Polynesian on that. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, everybody thinks I'm Polynesian, so it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. That's the series. But uh yeah, I, I also had a um I had a series of of albums that I came out with uh uh in the early two thousands. It was collective culture and I worked with a lot of dope people like Danu from the Visionaries. Um if you guys don't know who he is, but Contagious, um an old Escondido veteran rapper, producer also. Um I worked with um Holic and Deprave and um and these are all like you know old hip hoppers from mm-hmm. back in the day, and that came out with Volume Two, where I had a couple more, you know, little more underground famous features yeah. like uh, the Chicharones, which is Josh Martinez and Sleep, and then uh, C-Ray's Walls from New York, Kosha Dills, which Kosha Dills right now is killing it. If you guys don't know who that is, Kosha Dills, he's on um, uh, what's Nick Cannon's show? Oh, out. He's out. on Wildin' Out right now, so he he's uh he's on he was on last season and I think they're recording for this season. But Kosha Dills, um another another homie that I met through the internet when MySpace was around, 
Damn. Um, I did tracks with him. Um, I have a um, Tumex on a track. Yeah. Um, Torrey also Torrey on a track. Torrey. I did a track with Evidence. Um, I did a track Hell with yeah. Raka Ira Science. E. I did multiple tracks with Blame One. And oh, you know, the I mean? heavy hitters right there, man. And, you know, so yeah. I mean, if you guys didn't know. Fuck with me, dude. I'm local. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. Heard him here from Attic One himself, man. Hit him up on the DM shit for anything from production, DJ scratches, live performance, or even quinceañeras, weddings, funerals, divorce parties, whatever. I don't give a shit. But yeah. c- come right with those with the with the feds. Y'all know, know what the, the, yeah, the I know what the money is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. H- hit up the man, man. DJ Attic One, especially if you want to be on beat miners out on the East Coast. This is the best shot. Yeah, Attic. So where can they um where can they follow you at on on social media? Um, follow me on Instagram at DJ One DJ A D I K T the number one. Um, follow me on Mixcloud at DJ Attic One, uh, SoundCloud at DJ Attic One. Everything DJ Attic One. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on everything. So just yeah, holla at me, man. Mainly Instagram though. Yeah, I don't what? do TikTok. What are you um what you got for the rest of this year, man? How are you gonna finish off this year? Um I got a few little um I got a few little parties that a little private parties um that I that I'm doing um hanging with with uh, with the family. But the last event that I'm actually gonna be doing publicly with you know out in the public um is gonna be the the taco the the uh, the food truck um little event mm-hmm. that um mm-hmm. Elote Man's putting together. So Elote Man. Uh, November twenty seventh. Um, I don't even know if I have a a, a location for that. Mm. But um, um, just follow me on Instagram. There'll be a flyer. Follow Elote Man also. Um, they're doing a um like a, a food truck um little festival. November twenty seventh. I mean, I saw the lineup. He got a lot of food trucks already. Yeah, he yeah. got a lot of vendors. And he's definitely working, man. He's definitely uh out here for the city. You know, doing doing positive things for everybody out here in the city and. And just bringing the community together with these events. Yeah, real quick, dude. I want to kind of touch on the, uh, like how the, the the city came down on him, man. That's kind of fucked up, man. And I mean, I don't want to put the city on blast like that or on myself on blast like that. But like, um, me and my wife are talking about this. Like, I feel like, I mean, and I'm just putting it out there. I think a petition needs to go out where I don't know if you guys seen South Santa Fe. How they have all those empty buildings. Mm-hmm. They should come up with some kind of um like a, a a payment plan and a lowered rent like so that all these people that they took the licenses away the street vendors having them set up in those freaking empty lots and then charging them a rent or like uh like a um, like a vendor fee yeah like something like that but i don't know like, like a swap meet something um i just feel like um the way they just eliminated them Media Mendes isn't allowed to set up at Guadalupe. Yeah. And like, you know, it's just kind of jacked up where the city just kind of came down on them like that. So, yeah. I mean, if if you guys have an idea, I mean, I would just say, you know what, might as well just start a discussion about it and then try to fill up those empty spots on South Santa Fe. Because how dope would that be if you guys had a bunch of different spots right up and down and we had our own little food avenue right there? Yeah. And yeah. a little, you know, just a little hey, walk. Hey, that would be sick. A little food avenue for Vista. Right down yeah. South Santa Fe, bro. I'm down with that. Yeah, and I know, um, you know, it's been a touchy subject uh, the last few, basically from the end of summer to now, uh, where, you know, multiple cities, not just uh, in North County, but all over San Diego have been cracking down on uh, um, street vendors street vendors, and, and everything. And I think, uh, 
you know, they ain't hurting nobody. Nah, you know, they, they're, they're not like making millions and millions of dollars out there they're either. They're just making you know? ends meet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's their low licensing, I guess. Like, it's not that they're not like, um, they, they don't have a, because they, they have the license to vend, mm-hmm. but I guess that's not enough anymore, right? Yeah. And yeah. so now they're like cracking down because, you know, cities want to be greedy and they want to charge yeah. taxes. Yeah. And like that. I think like the cities are seeing everybody uh, having, a, a community base where there's a lot of people, there's a lot of things going on. So the city's like, God, I think we need a piece of that now. They want to tax, and that's yeah. what sucks. Yeah, but I feel because they're putting their hands in the pot, they should have at least contributed a little bit back mm-hmm. and start at least giving them some kind of like, you know, how during COVID they were giving away, I'm um, not really giving away, but they were waiving fees for like, um, you know, ADUs and things like that, so that you can mm-hmm. that way because people weren't able to go out and they were waiving a bunch of different fees they should do the same thing for these vendors you know yeah, what i mean yeah everybody will win at the end of the day no matter what because they're still going to have to tax them mm-hmm. but i mean that's the legality of it yeah. and i don't know too much of it i don't want to you know i don't politic right. about that or anything right. but i just something that i noticed and then when i saw that elote man you know was was freaking 86 yeah. from you know vending like that that sucks you know what yeah I mean? yeah that's for sure and he was a he was a pillar right there in, yeah. in vista like I, I i would go every sunday you know royal sundays Go over there and get some elotes, get a brewski from from the liquor store, you know, and and uh, finish off your Sunday night, get ready for work the next day. Yeah, you know that was always fun, but um, yeah, like uh, it, it's tougher right now. But I think uh, they're gonna start seeing that you know what, instead of limiting people, they should start helping people. Yeah, yeah, I sure hope so, dude, because it's it's been tough. I mean, um, busy year for sure for everybody, but. It's it's been a rough one, man. I think everybody felt it this year, and I think the the city really has to take notice and be able to help instead of you know putting up more yellow and red tape. Like it just it's a community effort, man. Let's 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 all work through this shit and yeah, let's get it going. And we have been working with them. Uh, we did get shut down uh, at the end of the summer, uh, which it was a long run. From doing like gorilla pop ups like that, man, we just fucking set up, homie. This yeah. fool, Lance <laughs> had a good run. Dog. Yeah, I had a, I had a good ass run. So yeah, I, I, I felt the heat, uh, and I felt like it was coming any day now, any event now, and, and it did come. And uh, you know, I, I'm glad it happened because uh, I was able to start a relationship with the city to where right now we're uh, laying groundwork to possibly make it easier for vendors. You know. We're talking about uh, maybe even doing some um, teaching, some classes, some information for vendors to come on out to, to Wadalupa Brewery. I think we're going to do it sometime next year. And uh, we're just going to educate vendors and how to do it to where legally you, they can set up. Yeah. And you don't get pressured by the city. Yeah. Because they, cool. they 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 want they want to help out people, too. But they, you know. They just like everything, paid. everything's going up. People are struggling. People need need to get their money, you know. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Want, so Lance wants to set up a workshop just to know who to pay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pay, <laughs> pay me, please. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I want to give a shout out uh, because one of the people that do have all their permits and and have been working with the city, uh, and you can see him on South Santa Fe is Jesse's Beauty Shop. Um, I believe that's the name. If I butchered that, my bad. But they have something really cool going um, over on South Santa Fe, across the street from uh, Trendies, I believe. Uh, somewhere around that area, you can see them. They always have uh, big pop-ups right there. I think they're on like a, a couple of times a month or maybe even every weekend, every other weekend, something like that. But uh, 
they still keeping that shit alive over there in Vista. They got all their permits, so definitely hit them up for that. Uh, they're doing good things. Oh, yeah, and I just want to give a shout-out to everybody who tuned in tonight, man, whether it was through the IG, through the YouTube, through the Twitch, through the, I don't know, where, wherever it was, man. And you already know, if you made it this far into the episode on the Spotify, much appreciated, for real. Uh, one more time, shout-out to Full Metal Burgers out in Escondido, new location, and also in Oceanside, of course, in front of Black Plague Brewing seven days a week. Uh, shout-out to Urban Water, Cultura Coffee. Shout out, shout out to the whole entire goddamn North County, San Diego, wherever you tune in from, man. Thank you. Yeah. Attic one, any uh, last words from you? I just want to say thank you guys for having me, man. This is dope. Um, I'm glad you guys are still keeping, uh, you know, the culture alive. You know, I know everybody has a podcast, man, but yo, I'm glad there's a local one in our backyard that we can all freaking listen to and kick it. Like you guys say, kick a podcast and shit. Talk shit, you know. Hell yeah. Bunch of stories. And there's a bunch of freaking homies, so it is what it is, man. It's freaking dope, man. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys for having me. There you go. There you go. And Attic One, thank you for pulling up to us. Like I said, you are somebody that uh, we ha- we hold in very high regard. Uh, you are a teacher, a friend, and uh, we look up to you for sure. Thank you guys, Yeah, most man. definitely, bro. And one, one more time, though, before we cut out, well, one, uh, where can they find you at or where can they try to hit you up to, like, uh, get get that? Uh, booking for for an event. Hit me up on IG at DJ dot A D I K T number one DJ dot Attic one on Instagram and just send me a DM and we'll just go from there, man. Yeah, definitely. If you guys want my mixes, also I got a freaking catalog of mixes on Mixcloud. And they're fire. Yeah, go to Mixcloud uh, dot com forward slash DJ Attic one. All my mixes are on there. Um, all the uh, episodes for uh, beat miners are on there that I've done every Thursday. So uh, yeah, shout out to everybody that's been on beat miners. Every Thursday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 p.m. on the East Coast, um, www.beatminersradio.com. Uh, this this Thursday, I got um, the the homie Hacksaw Jim mm. from Grizzly State Hell on yeah. the show with me. Hell yeah. So um, shout out to Hacksaw um, and everybody else that's rocked with me and Mr. Walton, DJ Evil D from the B-Miners for having us. There you go. And just quickly, before we close this out... Uh, it, this is the Kick It Podcast. We have the the pleasure of being able to put people on the spot. So since you're here, we have this beautiful uh, labs here that we got people watching. When are you going to come out to uh, OAW on Thursday, Thursday Night Football is to come and spin, man. I, I'm going to have to get you out there to, to show these people that there's, there's more than just me. <laughs> you got to come out. Dude. You got to come out one of these days. Um, people just need to start coming on Thursdays to OAW, and yeah. I may straight. I up. may have a surprise. There you I go. may make a surprise there appearance. Go. There you go. That's what I want. So make sure you keep coming out, so we can get Attic One out there, and uh, we're gonna have a great time for sure. Yes, sir. OAW eighteen hundred Orway. Got to pull up any single time of the week. Super cool spot, and of course on Thursday, catch Mister Lens. You never know, man. You might just catch a set from DJ Attic once. So yep. pull up regardless. Enjoy yourselves. Come get a tamale. Yes, sir. Hey, Attic, thanks again, bro, for pulling up. Thank you, guys. Hey, don't forget, check them out. Beat Miners every single Thursday. Shit. Hey, Bruce, you got anything else to say? God damn, this has been a great episode so far. <laughs> and we do appreciate you, DJ Attic One, for coming on. You are a freaking legend around here, bro. Thanks, man. For sure. Hell, even to the East Coast. Hey, was... Bruce, you came in like you just got your dick sucked. <laughs> God damn. Wait, hold up, hold up. Hold up. <laughs>
Fucking remind, right. remind me of that fucking uh, that Snoop Dogg shit uh, when he does the skits. DJ Easy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you dying over there? Ah, shit, uh, shout out to everybody in the house too, man. It's a full house tonight. Hell yeah, hell yeah, definitely a full house. And yo, you can catch us coming along. We do got another episode coming up this Wednesday. As we said earlier, we got Arm the Poet coming on, dropping that information on the videos, coming to you live soon, right here in the labs. And until then, though, we do gotta give um Vic, you wanna give a last minute to the sponsors? All right, cool. All right, let's do it again. Once again, <laughs> uh, shout out to Full Metal Burgers located in Oceanside and also now in Escondido in front of Black Plague Brewing seven days a week. Burgers so damn good, you don't need no fries. But if you do want them fries, you got to pull up to Escondido. Hey, shout out to Cultura Coffee. Shout out to Urban Water. Shout out to uh, Lived Experiences. Uh, showers for Humanities and Mi Palma and the whole entire North County, man. We always appreciate you. And damn. Thanks again, DJ Attic One. Hell appreciate yeah. It. Let's go. Hell yeah. And with that being said, yo, thank you for sipping up with us. Thank you for talking up with us. Thank you for kicking it. Peace. Hey.